Hello and welcome to DAM, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. I'm Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. Actually, we're not going to get that much into neuroses today. It's been a pretty, pretty easy week for uh, my poor, poor brain. Um, so it's going to be a lot of pop culture. It's going to be a lot of, a little bit of work talk with BACN. Um, and then, uh, like I said, a lot of fun stuff. So let's start with, uh, I'm just going to slam through uh, this, uh, my list, almost just A, B, C, D, so far, so on. Um, not that you can see it, but that's what I'll be effectively doing. I think I might take uh, the last one and move it up. Uh, so there you go. Not that you know or even notice if I did. So we talked about it um, on last week's uh, or two weeks ago's uh, No Applause, Just the Clap. We talked about real-life trolling, and uh, <laughs> uh, it seems uh, I, I said that I, uh, I really did troll in IRL and I wanted to bring up kind of a more specific example, which I thought was really uh, funny, but uh, I guess does, you know, kind of play into a neuroses. I got into a conversation with a coworker, and um, we started joking about weight loss. And in terms of weight loss, I've lost, you know, 20, 30 pounds when I quit drinking last year. I'm actually wearing a, an old pair of jeans. I'm pretty psyched. And uh, I'm going to try an older pair of jeans uh, next week. So I'm sure you'll hear about that because you like hearing about my pants. You don't. I know. It's okay. Hashtag skinny pants, not jeans, pants, skinny pants. So we were talking about weight loss, and um, of course my mean-spirited sense of humor came up, and I started trolling her about, um, you know, she kind of pressed her gut together, and she was, uh, I guess, bloating from about to coming up on, on, on Shark Week. You know, uh, I just kind of started, like, kind of poking her about, you know, uh, fat and being fat and, and all this. And uh, a few of the ones, uh, lines I remember is, you know, she was like, oh, I'm going to go kill myself. And, you know, you're giving me a complex. And I said, well, if you can get a knife through the fat on your arms or throat, I'll be amazed. And she went, oh. and I went, uh, <laughs> and she goes, well, if you come back, you know, tomorrow and I'm not here, I'm like, well, it's because you couldn't fit through any of the doors. And it was one of those where it was so quick, so clever that she was insulted, but she was laughing. And I've had that happen where you're just like, oh, I want to be married, but that was so good. And uh, so I, I trolled in real life, uh, but the, the part that kind of got to my neuroses later on was that, weirdly enough, I could hear everything I was saying in my dad's voice in my head. Um, he has that kind of mean-spirited sense of humor as well, thinks that, you know, it doesn't bother him, so it must not bother anyone else, and that's a big problem. And it's a problem that I've, I've, uh, I didn't know I was struggling with until recently, and it's very true that, you know, because it doesn't bother me, uh, it, it, I need to look at it from other points of view and that uh, it doesn't bother other people. Other people may or may not be you know, as sensitive to their looks or their weight or what they're wearing or whatever, uh, and, and it doesn't bother me. Um, I had someone a couple years ago who was uh, very verbally abusive, uh, kind of tangentially uh, in my life, and he kept calling me bald like it was going to hurt my feelings. And I was like, dude, I've been going bald since I was 19. I'm 30, you know, I was in my 30s. It's like, I, I've, I've learned to live with it. You don't, you're not hurting my feelings. You're not, it's not like I'm like, oh, no, I'm bald. I didn't know. Like, you know, and he would call me fat. It's like, yeah, maybe I did put on a few pants. Okay, you know, whatever. I, you know, was I'm my homebody. So, you know, like, but it's like, it, it didn't hurt my feelings. And he thought it would because that's something that he would feel sensitive about if he were to start going bald or get fat. Um, and not that there's anything wrong with bald or fat. There's not. Be who you are. Rock out with your cock out on that one. 
So that's real life trolling. Talk about real life trolling. Um, we talked. I talked about it a couple weeks ago. I ran into the train racist again. Now, if you haven't listened to previous episodes, uh, I'll give you kind of a, a nutshell version of it. Uh, is I ran into a guy. Uh, I had my headphones on. I wasn't bothering him. I got within his five foot bubble, personal bubble. And he was, uh, long story short, uh, I, I thought he was, like, waving at me for a cigarette. And turns out he was shooing me because he, quote, does not associate with white people. I saw him again. And, man, he recognized me. Like, he, his eyes bore into my soul. Like, it was daggers and ice and snarling dogs at the end of that stare. And uh, I kept my distance. And I didn't say anything. I didn't... You know, I wasn't going to be like, well, where's your bike today? Or why don't you like white people? Like, why are you racist? Um, what brought that on? But uh, it was one of those, uh, it, it, I immediately got super awkward and in my head about it. And it was like, well, why is this bothering you? It shouldn't bother you. Um, and and really, um, it was just, uh, I laughed about it later on where I was just like, my God, like, return of the train racist. Like, what's, you know, what what must have happened in his life? for that to happen, um, and, and to be so, so corporeal, so, so, um, uh, palpable, so, so, like, that it creates a physical aura, um, around him and in others that, uh, kind of know his deal, but crazy, crazy seeing him again. Let's talk about, um, some web work. I recently updated the variant cover, um, page on the website. Uh, I thought the uh, the page would be. Uh, I didn't think the website would be down. I, I knew I didn't have to go under uh, put up the under construction stuff, but I did post on Facebook and Twitter and and text the dev. You know, hey, there are parts of the website they're going to be down. Don't freak out. Like I know what's going on. I'm do- I'm the one doing it. Uh, it's not like a host outage or anything. But it, it, I thought it'd be down for like hours and hours, and maybe I would you know start working on it in the morning and then have to finish it at night after the day job. And, and I got it done in like an hour and a half two hours and I was really impressed with myself by adding, you know, 10 new links and new images and, you know, re-uploading a new page and having to kind of code in the, the links on my own again. But luckily, because I've been doing this so long, um, I've set up like, uh, not necessarily a contingency plan, but kind of a pad, uh, a text uh, file that's got kind of the, the shorthand uh, HTML codes and I can just you know, copy and paste into our, our FTP um, editor, our HTML editor on our hosting, and kind of just, you know, type in what I need to type in and have a bulk of the code already, you know, saved somewhere. So that was really nice. Um, going back to the web work, it's 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 one of those, you know, if I let it go for too long, it becomes a giant chore, and then I go, oh, I don't want to do it. It's so much work, but, if, but I have to keep up on it, or, you know, we're never going to have updated content. Speaking of making things... Let's go on with more of my productivity. This is more personal productivity. I finished Dub's drawing. You've heard me talk about it before. I believe this will go up after I give it to her, but um, I still haven't given it to her, so if I forget it at home, uh, I don't want her to listen to this and then know what it is if I forget. Um, But I did finish it, and it looks amazing. I will post pictures of it on our Facebook and Twitter uh, when she gets it, and uh, and you guys can see it since you've been listening to me talk about it for um, uh, what um, about three weeks now. Also, I was talking to a coworker about how legendary my mixes are, and if you do not know me um, or don't know, uh, my mixtapes, my, my playlists for people um, are legendary. It's a big deal if you get it. Um, Deb, last year, asked for only one thing for her birthday and asked me for a mix, and she gave me a month to make it, and I think I just made the deadline. It ended up being two discs. They always end up with some esoteric, really long esoteric, uh, like Bukowski-esque title, 
Um, I don't remember uh, Deb's off the top of my head, but the new one I'm working on for a coworker is called Brazilian Suffrage uh, in the Time of Great Electrical Progress. Um, and that is uh, referencing a couple of the bands and just um, kind of the theme of the mix. I've already built about four or five bands on it, um, and I'm just going to have to cut it down and whittle it down and, you know, uh, apply whatever rules I need to apply onto it. It's going to be, but, it, but it's a big deal because it, I'm very particular about my mixes and things going out. And it's very much like the BACN, that I, I don't want things to go out unless they're perfect. So that's why, like, mixes take me a long time, but they're very worth it when I give them to people. Um, I hope. Uh, I know Deb loves hers. I'm sure that my coworker will like the one I'm working on for her. You know, uh, Rachel Westforth, if you're listening, uh, you know, the, the thug mix. I mean, it, it took me, you know, probably a good week t- just to make a, a, a gangster rap mix for you. Um, you know, I made a, an OG Paris mix for you that I really need to get to you somehow. Um, uh, I'm hoping that uh, once I send it to you, I can shame you into sending me a uh, Unfunions shirt, which is uh, a design I did for uh, Facebook. Rachel, we liked it and said, oh, the shirt's in the mail, and then I never got a shirt, which is fine. I'm not saying you should actually send me a shirt uh, until I get you that mix. So, let's see. While I was dicking around on the internet doing HTML work, I ran across, and, and from At Midnight as well, ran across the website Brides Throwing Cats. Um, it's not as great as it sounds. I really liked the idea of brides throwing cats. Um, what it is, the premise of the kind of Tumblr-esque blog is people Photoshop out the bouquet and superimpose a cat uh, being thrown by the bride. Sounds amazing. It's really not. A lot of people don't use good pictures of cats. They don't correct the light. They don't um, think about the physics of the cat being thrown. Things that weirdly I would think about when I'm Photoshopping stuff. Brides throwing cats. If you want to see it, great it's it's you know it's it's worth just me going and seeing more productivity um i actually had a dream that led me to oh this will go into a a little uh stumble on something else we'll go into uh, i I had a dream that uh, led me to writing um kind of the first i wouldn't say chapters but kind of very loose notes for the first two chapters of the second novel which is a sequel to my first one the strangest kindness is its name uh, I think I actually already thought of, of the title for the second one. So the working title is uh, Kindness in Exile. Um, and if you didn't know, the main character's name is Dante Kindness. So all the kindness kind of makes sense. But I kind of had this weird dream and it was like, oh, that'd be, you know, I was like, oh, that'd be the, the kind of the antagonist for the novel. And then I kind of went back and forth and went, no, I don't like that. Yes, I do. No, I don't. How do I make this work? And I just kind of wrote very quick like paragraphs uh, like one or two paragraphs, uh, and kind of did like a, a the first kind of two chapter layout, and went, yeah, I'm gonna make this work. I really like the idea. I just need to crack the you know crack the code on it. Um, I'm not gonna jump into um, the writing the novel right away. I've got other things to write that I need to focus on. It's already almost February, and we have not launched a show this year, which um, we should have launched a show on the network uh, late last year. I was hoping early this year. That's not going to happen. I don't. I don't think. Once again, this this goes back to you know kind of the the purgatory that um, the golden cartridge is floating in. Um, I'm hopefully going to have more news about that next week when I talk on Dam. I'm hoping to finally kind of nail down what's going to happen. Uh, speaking of finally nailing down things and and back to some neuroses as well. Last week I talked about being a beacon for my friend who's going through a tough time. Um, I ended up talking to him yesterday. I uh, had a very nice conversation. He's going to be actually back in town. He kind of took a sabbatical 
um, and had to get away from everything, which was probably the best thing to do, man. You don't need to distract yourself with friends and, you know, girlfriends and, and work and stress. Like, just get away from it. And he did. He just put himself in the middle of nowhere where he could sort himself out for, you know, six weeks. Um, he'll be back in the middle of February. And I'm really excited to see um, kind of the changes in life he's making um, how he holds to them, I, like I said, plan to be a beacon. I talked about, you know, I had a few stumbles. You know, he's going to have stumbles. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I did the, the Batman quote last week, so which I quoted him, uh, and didn't do Michael Caine impression either. So what are you going to do? Um, speaking of stumbling blocks from a point from uh, about 20 seconds ago, uh, my stumbling block with uh, the novel was that I submitted it and um, and all this, and then I was about to finalize all the book design stuff, and I was thinking about a book that I was reading called Nosferatu by Joe Hill, which I highly recommend. Um, I also recommend his debut novel, Heart Shaped Box, and I realized that I had not broken down my novel into chapters. This, to me, was a big deal, so now I have to go back edit it into chapters, which won't take me that long, uh, hopefully a um, couple hours maybe, and then um, reformat it into the PDF, and then put it back into the, you know, I don't have to resubmit it as into that accelerator contest, you know, I have to resubmit the PDF for the book design, and then, but luckily that's that's really all i got to do, and then I just need to upload um, some of the, the ad copy, uh, dust jacket synopses, and um, back cover synopsis, and um, author picture, and all that. And then that's done. I'll, I'll probably have the book, a physical copy of the book by February. So I'm really happy about that. And there'll be pictures of that online because I'll be very proud of myself. Um, and then once I get through writing KBCN and I want to finish a, uh, a, a kind of a longer short story, uh, I'd start it. And then I will probably, uh, if, if I don't have to focus on um, more KBCN, uh, I will probably start kind of outlining the next novel. Hopefully this, that will not take up too much of my time. I know it, I, I talk about it like it's so goddamn easy, but there are only so many hours in the day, and you know seven of uh, of them are eaten up by the day job, and then there's sleep, stupid sleep. Um, I actually had to carve out time later today to watch a movie. And it's a movie that Deb has already seen, and I had not seen, and I want to see, so I didn't want to talk about it on two weeks ago's uh, No Applause, Just the Clap. We'll talk about it uh when this goes up, we'll have talked about uh, last week. Really, that's it's about it. I don't remember if I did talk about wanting a new computer um, and eyeballing that. Um, I did not uh, get the the financing um, on it, which is fine. Didn't expect to. Thought I'd you know kind of shoot in the dark for that. Um, but started eyeballing not only what my current computer is worth, see if I can recoup a little bit of, of the money. But um, I'm starting to make a plan to. The money to buy the computer brand spanking new. I ended up getting on eBay, and they've got um, the same computer for significantly less. But you know what? I don't know what I'd ultimately be getting, and um, I'm worried that you know it would be my prime computer. It'd be for all the podcast. It would be you know for my entire life is always on a computer, and um, I don't want to get a subpar or a lem- you know subpar machine or or, or a lemon and just be screwed. Um, I'd rather save up. So hopefully by, um, I mean, for March, it's the end of January. So hopefully, you know, next couple months, especially with, you know, tax season and all that. That's really about it. Um, but I went back and forth on, on comparing models. And um, in case you're at all wondering, I am eyeballing a Mac Air. 
I will always be Mac from here on out. Um, I've been Mac for the better part of a decade. I compared uh, the MacBook Pro and the Mac Airs, and in the end, with all of the hardware that I wanted, all the upgrades that I wanted in terms of RAM and hard drive, it was just more cost-efficient to go with the Air. My only concerns really were that it doesn't have an Ethernet port in it and it doesn't have a CD drive. I barely use my CD drive. I don't believe I'd miss it. Um, but not having a Ethernet cord uh, or a cable, I'd have to get um, an adapter for uh, Thunderbolt to Ethernet or uh, convert my wireless to, uh, or my, uh, my, I'm sorry, my, my internet to wireless, which I do have an airport, which wouldn't be that bad, wouldn't be that big of a deal. So really, um, nothing insurmountable. Um, it was a matter of just how much is this going to cost me versus what I'm getting. And, you know, if I can get a computer that literally weighs a couple pounds versus something that's going to weigh five to six pounds, what my computer weighs now, um, for more money, they didn't make any sense. Lighter, better, more in, in, in line with what I'm using it for. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to a sleek new computer in the next couple months. And that's really about it. Um, not a whole lot um, going on outside of that. I'm hoping to have some more crazy shit happen, sort of. I mean, I wouldn't want it to, but, um, you know, this wasn't a very neurotic you know, week. I had a neurotic morning at time of recording. I did. I freaked out, thought I hadn't uploaded um, an RSS feed for this show, actually, for, for Dan. Uh, last week, and um, rushed to my computer in the morning, and was like, oh, I should have uploaded last night, I'm fucked, you know, I'm behind, and then uh, I rushed to my computer this morning, you know, uploaded everything, and then was taking a shower, and I was getting dressed, and I thought, okay, well, when I get to work, I've got to, when I get to the day job, I've got to remember to post, um, you know, to Facebook and Twitter, um, that the new episode's there, uh, I have to remember the hashtag, uh, TDIF. Uh, thank damn it's Friday, and then went, oh fuck, it's Thursday, um, I need to go back, I need to take the RSS down and reload it without uh, last week's episode on it, and uh, it'll look like nothing's changed, but to me, I knew um, that I had had like <laughs> an unnecessary freak up because I didn't know what day it was. So, because as Nanchanel say, uh, every day is exactly the same. That's uh, what it feels like sometimes. So, from... Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. I am Doug, and from Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been not really my neuroses, but these have been uh, my uh, bullet points of productivity and um, slight forgetfulness and associated stress thereof. Good night, Internet. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!